0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts.
1: He claims that when he fell, he uh, landed in the arms of the angel of death.
2: Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Support for I Used to Watch This comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Here's the deal, guys. Uh, one of our favorite characters on one of our shows is Bigfoot. Now, below the belt, you don't want to look like Bigfoot, so you got to trim things up occasionally. However, with most tools, you might end up uh, in the, say, Hospital? You want to go to explain how you got clipped down there? No, I don't think you do. That's why you want to use Manscaped. They have a redesigned electric trimmer that they call Lawnmower 2.0 that has proprietary skin-safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. So now, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And by the way, don't use your face trimmer on your balls because that's just gross. Manscaped also offers the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put it on your balls, too? Hey, you're going to smell a little nicer down there. So for right now, if uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code BIGHEADS at manscaped.com. That's BIGHEADS. You know what? It just happens to work out that way because that's our network, guys. But it's pretty good. Always use the right tools for the job, and your balls will thank you. Again. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BIGHEADS, that's B-I-G-H-E-A-D-S, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and use the code BIGHEADS. Hello, and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike forgetto And I'm Mike Sullivan. And this is our, uh, our final episode of 2019. How do you think Woo-hoo. we did this year? Did you have fun, Mike? Is that a question for me? Sure. I had fun. <laughs> i think that, that's probably really all that matters but yeah yes and hopefully yeah. I'll how about do you get out there too do you have a good yeah. time yeah and you mike and i we were already talking we um we already kind of started a list of shows we want to hit for next year so some but new ones pumped. that we haven't done yet what's that
0: yeah. i'm pumped up man yeah mike was pretty I can't excited wait it's gonna be know- an exciting year
2: yeah here knows the first one he wants to do this year
0: yeah i think i revealed that didn't i
2: yeah last week did you? I don't know. If not,
0: I'm going to keep it under wraps, but if Yeah. I, if you we if won't you, tell you if now. Listen last week. Oh, don't miss it. I'll tell
2: you. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, uh this will be our last one. This is our last Christmas show. We really only had two, but this is really um, a full-on Christmas based, <laughs> based on the episode. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to take a couple of weeks off for the holidays. Um, Recharge, like Recharge. get our creative yeah, creative yeah. juices flowing. Yes. And uh, come back with some new shows and hopefully new guests and stuff like that. So should be interesting. Prizes. Pri- I yeah. You know, yeah. Um, prizes. Oh, and I, I know we do owe a couple of you some stickers and stuff yet. Don't worry. I haven't forgotten. Um, I'm just trying to see how many stamps I have left after we send out Christmas cards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you end up getting a Christmas card instead of sti- uh, stickers, <laughs> uh, just let us know. We'll rectify that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well actually a funny story, I could give real quick. <laughs> so one year my wife sent me out, she's like, Hey, drop those envelopes. I got a bunch of envelopes by the door. They need to go in the mail. They're Christmas cards. Well, I she must have told me and I wasn't paying attention or whatever. I did I'm not I'm sure know. that's what happened. Yeah, I did not know that most of those did not have stamps on them yet. <laughs> so <laughs> Just the one on top, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. So I threw like thirty things in the uh mailbox and no stamps on them. Nice. And they all slowly came back. And That's of course, awesome. us being us, they were, you know, on the late side anyway, so And then, got And them then after every
0: time business. one came back, Jen was like, Mike. <laughs> sure She's like, you, not- <laughs> You're gonna
2: explain this to everybody. Yeah. It's yeah, January
0: second. This just came back.
2: But. Yeah, no, and that's the thing is like we weren't one hundred percent sure who all they were. I don't know. It's yeah. it wasn't great. It wasn't that's it right wasn't here. my best moment, but it was I
0: fun. That's that's a good story. Yes.
2: So anyway, speaking of Christmas, what did we talk? What did we watch, Mike?
0: The Six Million Dollar Man, <laughs> which you pretty much can't go wrong with legendary show but this is a bionic christmas carol
2: yes oh and by Uh, the way this was um recommended by uh christopher page from uh time shifters podcast um he sent it to me weeks ago and he like he i'm glad he reminded us because he actually sent this to us last year like he said but it was already past christmas time or too late you know so but thanks for the reminder. Um, I never would have remembered. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this this was a good one. It was a great call. Great call. So uh, I'll tell you, the first thing I noticed in this whole thing is just when the credits were, you know, at the beginning. Dick Sargent. As soon as it said Dick Sargent, <laughs> I was like, yes! It's
2: going to be good. One of the Darrens.
0: Uh, yeah, one of the Darrens. The, I believe the second Darren.
2: Yes. And um, I did a little uh, looking up on him, and uh, I did not realize he was gay. I guess he came out like right before he died.
0: Oh, really? Didn't know that. Yeah, I don't
2: know. I mean, I I shouldn't say we talked about it before because we didn't. We never watched that show, but I know we talked about him before because I think he came up in another episode of something we watched. Yeah, probably, he was right? in
0: something else.
2: Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, don't I guess. What? Go ahead. No, I don't remember what that show was that he came. No, yeah, in, but... I don't either. But yeah, I guess he had uh, had um, prostate cancer, and he was dying, and like all these stories were coming out that it was AIDS related or whatever. So he came out. I don't think it was because that doesn't really seem like it would be AIDS related. But I wouldn't think because everyone get not everyone gets that, but you know it's pretty
0: very common. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, yeah,
2: yeah. But other people that were in it, um, we did have the great Ray Walston, Mr. Hand from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Right on, Quinn Cummings from Family. Remember that show?
0: Remember the show? I don't. I didn't recognize anybody though.
2: She was like the youngest. Yeah, she was. She wasn't the youngest girl in this one, but I think she was the youngest girl in that show. If that makes okay. sense. Yeah. And then we already talked. I think we talked about Adam Rich. Yeah, mentioned this Adam from Rich. Eight yep. Is Enough. Um, I know he had a lot of trouble after this. I don't know what he's up to now. <laughs> Oh, that'd be interesting. I'm afraid to look it up. Yeah, Note to itself. <laughs> Mike we and I have had much. bad luck. We like look up, so I'm like, oh, he's died. You know. Yeah. Um. Who uh, was anyone else in this one of interest? I don't think so, really. Right? Nobody
0: else jumped out at me. I mean, oh, like, yeah. I
2: did want to mention. I was watching this, and I'm like, so his wife, uh, Bob, um, Bob's wife, Dick Sargent's wife. She looked familiar. I couldn't place her. I'm like, I know. I know her from something. She was in an episode of uh, Columbo with uh, Dick Van Dyke. Um, really? Yeah, she's Man, kind of like you, an overbearing wife, and she gets killed pretty quickly.
0: Your memory of faces on these old shows is <laughs> impressive. Well,
2: I watch a lot of Columbo. Just ask my wife. I watch yeah. it anytime it's on, pretty much. And so that's why All I've right. seen that. So episode yeah, I mean, it's fresher in your mind, I guess. Yes. Yeah. 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 That like I wouldn't mine. remember it if I hadn't seen it somewhat recently. There's no way. Right. Okay. All right. So let's get on with the show. Let's um, get on with it.
0: So so we're jumping ahead here. This is season five, episode twelve, according to NBC.
2: Yeah, and according to IMDb, it's season four, episode ten. So I don't know. So
0: you know, take your <laughs> pick, but. So we, you know, we, we leaped a few years from Steve Austin in his Bionic Times, and it opens with with Steve, and I, immediately I'm like, he looks like a porn star.
2: <laughs> he, he's got like a, a little mustache. Um, That's the first thing I have written. First I have written, Dick Sargent, and then I have written, Porn Stash Steve. <laughs> exa- exactly. The two, my first two lines, Dick Sargent, and then
0: Porn-looking <laughs> Steve going into Oscar's office. Um, and I could see, you know, the music should have changed a little bit, but um, so he goes in, he's got this gigantic box and it's their annual day before Christmas lunch, which I guess they've probably been having for the past five years. Um, but Oscar's got a conflict or he says there is a conflict. Um, and Steve's like, what are you talking about? Is this is, you know, we do this every year. He's like, well, you have a conflict. And he's like drops a mission on him. Like what a jerk, right? Christmasy. Kind of dick
2: about it. He was. He wasn't even like Joking. funny about it. Yeah. Right, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. But he's like, "Yeah, yeah I'm supposed to go to Ohio and uh go be with my family." He's like, "No you're not.
0: Yep, not this year, buddy."
2: But the question is, so. who was that gift for because Steve never gave it to anybody?
0: Oh, I figured he just left it there. I thought it was for Oscar.
2: Well, see, here's the thing. So I'm gonna jump way ahead. So he has this box, right? It's mm-hmm. like whatever, you know, pretty. It's like at least four, box.
0: yeah, four feet long.
2: Right. Well, maybe not four, but it's a good size box.
0: It's four. So he,
2: we I see imagine. him walk out with it, right? I don't know. I, don't I think remember. he does walk out with it. But the thing is, remember at the very end of this episode when he goes back, yeah, to see Oscar, and he has this lamp thing, yeah. And he has them, he keeps moving it by him and he bends yeah. it back. Did something get cut out? And okay, was I was going to add that. And that's what happened. I was thinking that you were going to tell
0: me that I missed something because. No,
2: I think something was edited out of this. version. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So maybe, uh maybe Steve gave him that lamp and then he back got pissed it. about the mission. So he <laughs> something, right? Give it back to him. That's what I would say. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it just had no bearing whatsoever on the the
2: episode. Yeah, I'm wondering like if because you know we're just watching the version on NBC.com, which probably is edited down a little bit from the original version. So, we'll have to um, hunt, that, hunt that down and see. Yeah, and you know who would know is the the guys from OSI Files. Uh, their Facebook, they they do um, all these shows, and they know way more than I do. And I we'll bet have been would know. Checking with them, yeah. Man. All right. Anyway, uh, so... That's a good, that was, good observation, though, yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of bugged me, because I thought so, too. Because I was about two glasses of wine in by the time we got to the end of the episode, so I was wondering, like, did I miss something? Yeah. Here?
0: Well, see, yeah, and that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, it, it it, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to have, like, got distracted for, like, a minute and missed right. something. So Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, good to know that that didn't happen this time. But, all right. Unless we so both then. Did. So then... Uh, um we we switch over to so the mission is he's got to go to this uh contractor's facility where they're um building some kind of equipment for a mars mission um and it's the budge corporation and the ceo is like mr budge right so dick Sargent uh he's bob playing the role bob and he's sitting in a chair across from, from the CEO and the CEO writes him out a check for six hundred and fifty bucks for his Christmas bonus. He's like, Hey,
2: it's fifty more than last year. This is this is really good. And actually in nineteen seventy six or whatever, that's a pretty good chunk of change for a Christmas bonus. Yeah, probably, you know. Yeah. And then
0: um, he's like, All right, now that you've seen it, sign it back over to me. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: like, What? <laughs> what is going on here? So I initially thought because the guy said something about it, you're not worried about paying this debt down. I was thinking the company is in financial trouble
2: and right, yeah. he's making
0: this guy give his Christmas bonus back to pay. But that's not we learn a little bit later what's going on there. But um so he signs the check back. He's like, you know, could I have a little? My kids haven't really had a Christmas in a few years, you know? And he's like, No. Um and then he's like, Well, can I go home early today? It's it's Christmas Eve. He's like, No. So, like, really established this guy. This guy's a dick right off the bat. Right. Yeah. Um,
2: Well, he's, you know, Scrooge. Scrooge McBudge. He is. He's Scrooge McBudge. Yeah. But the the funny thing is, is like, so Steve is sent down there because accidents keep happening and they want to make sure there's no sabotage, right? Right. And this guy is like a Scrooge guy and his name is Budge. Like, he doesn't budge on anything or whatever. And I thought it was kind of a goofy name. But anyway.
0: Hey, interesting. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then he's like
2: pouring like something in his cup, which I'm like, is that medicine or bourbon? I couldn't. At first, know. I thought
0: it was yeah, I, I thought it was some booze, but then right. I'm like, it's like an old medicine bottle, so it's like yeah. cough syrup or something like that.
2: It reminds me of the medicine bottle I used to get my allergy medicine in when I was a little kid. About that age, it was like this green liquid that came out of this. It was probably like, <laughs> ten out ten like this bottle weighed like a pound. It was. like a,
0: <laughs> All purpose, uh, medicine, everything came. Yeah, pretty
2: much. It It just said medicine on it
0: (laughs) for whatever ails you, but, uh, so yeah. So he's like drinking that stuff. Like it's coffee. Um, and then, uh, let's see. So then Steve and the CEO are having like a conversation, you know, and, um, you know, Steve's like, Hey, you know, is everything here up to, you know, standards and, you know, the guy's like, yeah, everything is within the limits, you know, but Steve's like, wait a minute, this all, you know, this is like the bottom tier of the limits. And he's like, yeah, but it's in the limits. And, um, and then,
2: I'm trying to see what, oh, then they were testing like some kind of life support system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they had some guy, they're like, so Steve and this guy are talking, Budge, right? And he's. You know, like, hey, we'll get along. We're fine. He's like, no, we're not. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then as they're talking, the budge guy looks and he sees some guys putting like a Christmas tree up outside, like a little one. And he's like, what the hell's going on over there? So this is where we see that they're putting some guy in a tank. Like he's going to spend the night in there to test, like you said, some, um, it's like a Mars simulator.
1: Yeah, it's so like it's like, yeah, the test
2: life support. Right, exactly. And they're like, hey, we're putting a tree up because Bert here's got to be in this box for Christmas or whatever. And I got a little clip of it, but he's all pissed because he's like, they're like, hey, we paid for it ourselves. They're like, did you use your own personal time for it to decorate it? He's like, uh, no. <laughs> so, Ten minutes. Yeah. But uh, here's a clip for that there.
1: What do you think you're doing? Oh, uh, well, uh, we, uh... We figured that, uh, Fred's gonna have to spend Christmas in the tank. Uh, we gave him something to look at. I have thoroughly studied the specs on our current contract, and I failed to see where it called for pine needles and tinsel. This isn't off the budget, Mr. Budge. We, uh, we paid for the tree ourselves. Did you now? And you decorated it on your own time? I thought as much. Get it out of here, tinsel and all
2: and actually it's kind of funny now that I hear like did you decorate it on your own time and it reminds me exactly of Fast Times at on High when he's talking to Spicoli (laughs) whose time is this is this our time (laughs) this is my time right now we're on my time yeah exactly yeah I I didn't even catch that until just now I'm like wow and then it's like he's on Spicoli what he's
0: like oh he's like too dickish at this point like nobody would do that you don't you know
2: yeah but it's funny though they all like like, so they look at the guy in the tube and like um, Budge or whatever just kind of like stares at him and the guy's like hey (laughs) he walks (laughs) away and then Steve looks at him and he's like gives him the thumbs up (laughs) he walks away but yeah then then they talk about how right how he looks at the report and all the specs are like I think one of them was like four one thousandths of a point like off of the lowest point or whatever. Yeah. Everything was contractually sound, right. though. And then, then, then Budge tells him, he's like, hey, you can go look for yourself. Everything is within specs. And Steve's like, okay. And then he just walks over to this wall of computers and just starts staring at them. And, like, yeah. flipping switches. And then yeah. he notices that, like, the tape drive thing is making noise <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's like-,
0: like, hey, come here, listen to this. First yeah. I was I thought he was like interpreting the data as it was spinning through <laughs> but it just sounded different.
2: So And I, uh, I was trying to figure out I'm like, so what I don't get it. What what? And then yeah. So then Budge calls over some guy and he's like, Hey, don't you notice the pitch? He's like, Hey, we we looked at it, you know, whatever time.
0: Twenty two minutes st- ago.
2: Yeah, Steve's like, Hey, the spec is you gotta check it every fifteen minutes. And then Budge is like, hey, you know, it's Christmas. I can't pay these guys double time to be checking stuff all the time. I got to make some money too. All like, right. Yeah. Okay. So there he
0: is. He's cutting corners there. But yeah. Um, so Steve's like, OK, I want everything scrubbed. We're going to do a complete analysis, blah, blah, blah. And it's just kind of barking out commands. You know, they're arguing. And then we hear an alarm sound. And they go rush out to see the guy that was in the chamber. Um and something's wrong, right? Something's going wrong with the life support. And he, I don't know what the guy in the chamber is doing. He was supposed to go turn something on or something. Well,
2: he's yeah. So, like, the guys outside can't get the door open, and they're trying to tell him on the inside to blow the door. They must have some sort of like, oh, that's right, security, you know, like an emergency yeah. blow on it or whatever, so you can open the door from the inside. Yeah, because it, it was. But that jammed. doesn't work either. And then he ends up like pulling his hoses out. I don't. I don't know yeah, what he's like, doing. What is he doing? <laughs> and, and then he just drops.
0: I'm like, well, he, he he didn't seem to be moving quick enough for me in no. an urgent situation. But he yeah. goes down. So Steve tells the other guys, "Hey, look over there." Just <laughs> <does> like something <laughs> to know. distract. They him. just ran away. I don't even know where they went. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he tears the door off while they're not there. Yeah. And, uh...
2: So then again, the guy, you know. and then uh, they, I, you know, one of your things that you like is the labels and everything, and it was labeled like Martian Environmental Test Module or whatever, as like <laughs> yeah, in big yeah, right. black letters up on top.
0: Yeah, yeah, you gotta know where it is, to know what you're working with. So yeah, they get the guy out, they put him in an ambulance, and kind of send him on his way. And then, you know, Budge right away. is like, all right, get ready to work all night to fix that door. <laughs> yeah, and- exactly. Steve's you know, like, it like, well, looks like you're yeah. gonna
2: shut down anyway. Nope. Oh, and then this is the bad. This is this cracked me up. So he's like, you he said they like, you gotta well, we're gonna work all night or whatever to fix this. They're like all night. They're like it's Christmas Eve, and then I, I got a clip of it here. But then he starts arguing about calendars. Like, what we are we Hold on, I would get that because I I thought that was pretty funny.
1: It's Christmas Eve, Mister Budge. Is it? How do you know? The calendar. Which calendar? The Julian or the Gregorian? Did you know that the date wasn't picked until hundreds of years after the beginning of Christianity? Well, now that it has been picked, uh. By whom? Some churches celebrate Christmas 13 days later. Now, if any of you would like to pick your own day, well. <laughs>
2: Like, wow! And that I mean, I'm guessing that the people who put together Fast Times and Ridge High saw this episode and are like, <laughs> yeah. "We need this guy to be a teacher." <laughs> yeah, I'm and kidding. Then, He's obviously what, well known before this, but
0: what I thought like one of the funniest things that uh, happened happens right now in the show. Then,
2: like, twelve carolers
0: come strolling <laughs> up to sing, and I'm like, "Where the hell did they come from? You're on like a top secret, you know." Contractor, military base, or something, uh, but it turns out they're from the mailroom, um, and they're all singing, and Budge is like get them out of here, and
2: uh, get those damn carolers out of here.
0: Yeah, he takes a you know a swig of his cough syrup, and they kick him out, and um, and, it, and then Dick has to drive, or Dick, uh, Dick Sergeant <laughs> Bob, Bob has to drive him back to the hotel.
2: I wrote the same thing too because I kept forgetting his name. Or drive
0: uh, Steve back to his hotel, right?
2: Yeah. 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 He's like, yeah, he's going to drive him back, and then he's got to go back to, to work. Well, yeah, to work, basically to be on call for a budge. Yeah, You're right, right. And then he's like, so Bob asked Steve. he's like, hey, what are you doing for Christmas dinner? He's like, I don't know. Does the hotel have room service? You know? And he's like, no, no, no. You're going to have it at my house. You know, at least one of us can enjoy my wife's cooking. Which, by the way, then they go to the house, and she hasn't even started dinner. So I don't no, know right, <laughs> how that was planned out. Now, and she even
0: says, like, you know, oh, it's past dinner time, and I haven't even started. What have you been doing? But,
2: um, <laughs> well, I wasn't really saying it that way. It's just like it made it sound like she well, had something set up, and know. they didn't. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> so, hey, you're a woman of the 70s. How come dinner is not yeah, ready?
0: That's right. You should be in your cooking uniform. No, that's <laughs> horrible. Um, so then they uh, he, they drop my. Mu- oh wait. So did this happen? They, yeah. stop, in the, they, they stop, stop in They stop in town first.
2: Store. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They stop in town uh, because the guy wants to pick up a couple toys for his kids before Christmas. And uh, Steve's like, "Hey, you know, could I could I buy some gifts for your kids?" And he's like, "Sure, just you know, keep it. What did he say? Keep it, keep it simple." simple. Yeah. I want them to, you know, not to lose sight of the real meaning of Christmas, which is respectable. I like that. Um, really
2: what he meant, though, is keep it simple because I don't have any money to buy my kids gifts, so I don't right. want yours to look better than mine.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah, so it, and we, we learned that Bob has three kids at home. Um and did you when they were in the toy store, did you see the Jaws game on the counter? Yeah,
2: I did. I have that written down. Jaws game. Yeah. I remember playing that. I uh, had that game. Or my sister. I did. think Dan had that for got that for Christmas, probably that same year. Yeah. Uh, we weren't I mean this is also the time when, as many, 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 many people have pointed out, this is the point where you see the six million dollar man toy behind the counter that when Steve Austin is talking.
0: Yeah, so I didn't see it. I didn't spot it. I was distracted by the jaws, but
2: uh, (laughs) it was behind the the woman behind the counter, basically. That's good
0: placement, though. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So then uh, the people in front of Steve in line. So the guy, you know, uh, Bob buys his stuff and he leaves, and then like the dude in line, and then the lady at the counter are talking, and they're like, "That guy, that's what's his name, Bob. He's so cheap." You think at Christmas he'd, he'd buy his kids some stuff or whatever.
2: Yeah, you would so think st- as Budge's ba- or as uh, Budge's driver, he'd be making big dollars,
0: right? So Steve hears all this and he's like, "Oh, that kind of sucks," and um, but he just you know pays for his stuff then and, and leaves. And then um, then they go back to Bob's place, and the the kids come running, welcome Dad home. Adam Rich appears Uh, and then then the dad is like hey kids stay here with this strange man for a little bit i'll leave the room
2: yeah i'm gonna go talk to your mom this is your new uncle steve
0: (laughs) (laughs) right so i know you've
2: never met him before but don't worry about it it's fine that
0: wasn't yeah it was very uncomfortable and they're all just kind of standing there yeah and um then Steve learns they don't have a Christmas tree. So.
2: Yeah, because Dad says they're a waste of money.
0: Yeah. Everyone doesn't need to have one. There's one in town.
2: And so then, yeah, and then Steve says something about, I think he, what, doesn't he say something about Santa or whatever? Like, oh, Santa's not going to come this year. You know, he's like, yeah. don't you know that the most wishes come true on Christmas? So then he has the kids close their eyes for two minutes. He's like, I'll be right back.
0: Yeah, it's probably more like ten minutes. <laughs> it's like, I know. He actually leaves the house. So yeah.
2: <laughs> <And> then he, <laughs> and then he goes, leaps up on top of the tree in their backyard. Which, mind you, half of them were like bundled up. I'm not sure. Is that like a winter type thing? I guess Are they trying to Protecting protect them? them. I don't know. I don't know where was it. Where was this supposed to take place? Do we know?
0: I I don't know.
2: They never said right.
0: They didn't specify. Yeah. Name.
2: Or they did, we didn't hear it. But anyway, so yeah, so he jumps up on the top of a tree and just rips off like a limb. Yeah, well, he
0: like snaps like the top of the tree off, (laughs) pretty much.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then he jumps down and that's their Christmas tree. And no one bothers to ask him where it came from, like the parents.
0: I I was thinking, like, as the dad, he might be a little pissed that he did that. Like, not that he broke his tree, but... Well, he he doesn't know he broke the tree because he's,
2: has no idea where he got it from because yeah, he doesn't true. know he's bionic
0: but he's like he told the kids already and now this guy comes in and like throws a tree i don't know it just seemed unsettling yeah um, and then um but yeah we the next scene we see the tree it's got like this wooden stand that was built for it and <laughs> you know there's like tinsel and the kids are all decorating it and...
2: it's like the charlie brown tree basically
0: yeah, yeah. And yeah, and now they're they are referring to Steve as Uncle Steve at this
2: point. Right, exactly. That so didn't things take have, long. Things and crossed. they mentioned that the ornaments are uh five years old because that's the last time right. they had a Christmas tree.
0: Right, right. And then uh, you know, Bob's gotta get back to work 'cause yeah, you know, Budge is waiting. And um so he's like, Hey, why don't you stay here? I'll I'll go back. He's like, yeah. No, you know, he's <laughs> like, it's all like... <laughs> He like snaps at him. And... Yeah. So he goes off to work, and then uh, the wife sits Steve down, and you was know, like, look, I was sick. Bob embezzled some money <laughs> to pay for the bills.
2: Yeah, I actually and... have i ever heard talking about it. To okay, kind of explain it, it a little bit. better than yeah. I yeah. yeah.
1: See, four years ago, I was very ill, and I needed very expensive medical care, much more than we could afford. So Bob went to his uncle for help. He didn't tell you that Horton Budge was his uncle, did he? No. Budge refused to help. So Bob helped himself? Well, in his heart and mind, he thought of it as a loan. But to be quite truthful, embezzled is a legal term.
2: Mm hmm. Uh-huh. So? But if it was four years ago, how come they haven't had a tree for five?
0: Good question.
2: Anyway. Hmm so yeah so basically he stole this money he budge found out but instead of arrest having him arrested he's like basically you're gonna be my slave and pay it back with interest right right and that's what happened yeah nice uncle yeah
0: and then um at dinner at the dinner table um to me the kids looked terrified like they were sitting at the table (laughs) right Um, exactly (laughs) i'm like what the hell um. Oh, and this is where they were talking about Santa's not gonna come, yeah. and he was like, "Ah, oh, he's gonna come," and then, you know. So then he, I don't know, he's got some idea or something, so he excuses himself, and he leaves, and then he does like he runs off like bionically with this white trench coat on. <laughs> I just I didn't know what to make of it. You know, typically,
2: yeah. Well, because he see- was gonna go see the Santa that's on the corner, because like the oldest girl. She's like, oh, well, there's the Santa that's in front of the store that gives mon- takes money for poor people. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. But, but that's Mr. Wiggle. No, I don't know what his name was. Wembley. That's right, Wembley. Yeah. And uh, But he's not real. So that's where he runs to. He's like, Steve runs up to the guy. He's like, hey, you uh, Wembley? He's like, well, uh, the other 364 days a year, I guess. Which I guess he only does this one day out of the year to <laughs> <Yeah>. collect money. <laughs> Christmas
0: Eve only, right? Yeah,
2: and then, you know, so and Steve's like, "So how much more money do you usually make this last hour you're working?" He's like, "Uh, eh, usually 8 to 10." Like, "How about if I give you $25 and you give me your suit?" And the guy's like, "That would rent her for the whole year."
0: Yeah, the guy like he's practically naked.
2: It's, it's yeah, out of the exactly. So
0: fast. Um, but yeah, so Steve's, you know, Steve's up to something with the with the uh Santa outfit.
2: Um
0: and then is that I can't remember now if he goes. He and runs. Has he a...
2: now he runs to the plant.
0: Okay, he runs to the plant. I gotta look around here. Where am I? So at? yeah,
2: so he runs to the plant and he comes up on the guys that are looking at the door that he ripped off. And oh right, right, right. The guys are like, yeah, I don't know how this happened. He's like, yeah, it must have been you know, poor substandard steel or material. Yeah, the guy's like, no, no, it was within limits. He's like, just within limits. And it turns out he has an idea. So he's like, hey, give me all the specs on everything here and a room to work and some measuring instruments or something. I don't even know. Yeah. And this is where he go. And I sent you this video. Yes. (laughs) So Steve goes into an office and he is doing some bionic paperwork is the best way to do it. He is using his bionics to shuffle through papers. Quickly, and then his hands on the adding machine, adding all the numbers up, and it was pretty funny. It was a
0: cool scene. Like, if I could do that at work, give me an hour, I'd be done for the day.
2: (laughs) I mean, he can get a bionic paper cut, too.
0: He would have to have like a bionic brain, though, because.
2: Right, he can't, yeah. Even if he's got the eyeball, but. Yeah, yeah, you
0: guys still got to process all that information. So, yeah. But but either way,
2: he. Steve is pissed because it finds out that everything they've done is Like you said before, is <laughs> it's well no, it's in limits, but it's the lowest possible limit. Like but everything hey, is.
0: I know, but I'm like, that's what <laughs> limits are, man. If they fall within the limits.
2: I know, uh, but I think his point is they expected some things to be higher, so we'll kinda eve it out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well. So he's yeah.
2: like cutting corners, but not really. They're still there, but they're not as sharp as they should be. How's that? Yeah. All right. So,
0: all right. Yeah. So, what happens? Um, oh, so they're. He fixing runs, the now door.
2: he runs to Budge's house.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. There was nothing that was happening with. But yeah, Budge went home because he wasn't feeling well. Um, somebody told Steve. So, I yeah. think Steve goes over to tell him. I don't know if he's going to tell him they're going to shut things down or what. But Bob Bob is going to leave to get his prescription for the old man because he's out of his cough syrup, Uh, (laughs) and he's in his pajamas and he's like moaning and he's up on like this uh, you know second floor loft railing and he he starts calling for help so Steve like busts through with a little bionic push and uh, the guy falls over the railing and Steve does a bionic leap across the room to catch him just in time just s- sweet move
2: and then, he ca- and then he carries him upstairs and really to be honest with how small that guy was he probably didn't need bionics to actually catch him but N- no he did obviously to get through the door
0: and i would think the guy probably would still have some injury from that fall even if you <laughs> caught him but
2: eh, it was probably only like eight nine feet he's fine i
0: don't know but then you know this is back in the day when the doctor would come to your house to yeah, um, and the old man's in bed. and He's totally out of it. And the house, at this point, I'm a little distracted by because it it's awesome. It's a, really, <laughs> it's a really cool house. It's got like wood walls with really detailed trim, and uh, but the guy, old guy's out. He's he's delirious. He turns out he OD'd on his cough syrup or whatever the <laughs> medicine is. And, and yeah, the, like,
2: the doctor's like because Bob says well I was going out to get him some more he's been taking it all day he's like (laughs) I told him one teaspoon a day he's like all these people think you take more medicine you're going to be better and then so you know he's like he's delirious now he's overdosing on it I'm (laughs) like what kind of medicine is he getting that he's this delirious right he he like alludes to he'll be
0: hallucinating for a few hours right yeah because
2: they right he gave him an antidote he's like yeah and now he'll have some actually i have a clip of it he's got he's gonna have major hallucinations for three hours so you can't let him sleep (laughs) a little bit of it
1: he keeps raving about falling off that railing down below (laughs) yeah well just before you came he was mumbling something about being dead yeah he's still talking like that he claims that when he fell he uh landed in the arms of the angel of death. Is he going to be all right? He's going to hallucinate pretty badly for the next three hours.
2: <laughs> you might enjoy that. This cracks me up. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's going to have some major hallucinations, but otherwise he'll be fine. Right. He should be fine staying at his home without any right. kind of doctor's right. supervision.
0: Yeah, because I can't stay. i got to go, but I'm going to leave it up to you to keep him awake for three hours, or he'll go into a coma. So <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Because he's a... Because he said, well, because Bob even asked me if he could stay, and he's like, no. He's like, it's Christmas time. He's like, things are too busy. You know, yeah. all this shit happens. Basically, everyone's ODing and fighting and, you know, knifing each other. So I got to say, the ER.
0: All the stingy people are ODing on cough syrup at this point. <laughs> so um, I think then then he gets a cu- Oh, no. Then Steve calls Oscar.
2: Well, before that, though, they go upstairs and what's his name still mumbling and about cheating and I never oh, yeah, cheated, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And Steve's like, hey, I'll stay here. You know, you you go home with your family. You don't have to stay with this dude. But for, he's like, but first I got to make a phone call. And that's when he goes yeah. and tells Oscar, hey, blah, blah, blah. Everything's like right at spec lines. Blah, blah, blah. You know, he's like, I got an idea, though. You know, because he's like, should we cancel the contract? He's like, no, we're too far along. But I have an idea. I got I, I have an idea for my old friend Dickens or whatever. Right. I'm like, okay. And then <laughs> he goes upstairs oh, first he goes outside. He goes outside and pulls up a slab of concrete from the front and I'm like, Oh yeah, I know I was what he's like, doing with that. What
0: I, I I didn't know. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? He's like tearing yeah. up the sidewalk. But.
2: <laughs> and like Bob isn't gonna notice that when he walks. I was like, yeah, I swear right. there wasn't this big hole in the front of the house when I left.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and then um, let's see. So, so I, all right, damn it, I lost my spot
2: again. Now this is where Steve comes back in the bedroom dressed as Santa and what's okay, his he comes name, wakes Comes in as Santa.
0: Up. Oh yeah. Then the, he's the, like, "There's, there's no people... Santa.
2: You're tricking me." <laughs>
0: Yeah, the two of them walk the old guy to a chair, and he's kind of comes to a little bit. And Bob goes home because he's you know he's cool with leaving his stingy uncle, who's who's like you know almost uh, I don't know almost blackmailing him for money uh, with a stranger. I mean, who cares at this
2: point? He's being a dick to him. I would. Right. (laughs) I mean, he
0: he left his wife and kids with the same guy, so no problem. So he leaves. He goes home, and then. This is where you know Steve Steve comes into uh, his true holiday form here. Um,
2: he so puts, first he drags yeah, him outside. Right. right. This is where he shows him a grave with, that he made, I guess, with tools he had in his trunk. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how finger. he engraved. You he think shouldn't. he? You think I was hoping they would kind of show that.
0: Yeah, that would have been cool.
2: He's, He's like, "Am I dreaming?" Or um, uh, what's his name? Budge is like, "Am I dreaming? Is this a warning? Do I have another chance, or am I really dead?" I'm like, "Wow, you're really biting into this pretty quickly."
0: Really, and Steve doesn't speak during this whole thing,
2: right? Like, and I think Silent Santa, right? And I think that's the way pretty much it happens in the Dickens classic, right? The ghosts don't usually talk, except in Scrooge with Bill Murray, which I highly recommend. All right, yeah. So, so yeah. So then, after taking him to the grave,
0: he takes him. I don't know how they got there, but he takes him to the nephew's house, to Bob's house.
2: Bob's house, yeah.
0: And they're like, hey, let's, you know, let me open this window <laughs> from the outside and listen in on their conversation." So they do that.
2: And, and yeah, and I have a I think I have a clip of their conversation here that Bob and basically talking about you know him being family and, you know, I don't want him ill of happening, but here and I I I took this clip down mostly because of what Budge says at the end here. We're family.
1: He doesn't seem to remember that. But he was sick. Very sick. When I was sick, did he worry about me? I didn't realize how sick she was. Believe me, I would have helped. I always thought women made too much of every little
2: ache. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. they never say exactly what was wrong with her. No, they don't. But um, obviously it was serious. And I'm like, geez. Yeah, Yeah, that was that was a little rough. Um, anyway, uh, but she says she pities him. And, you know, so whatever. He feels bad now, whatever. And then they jump up onto the roof so they could hear the little kids talking. And again... Right. Just go ahead and open that window up. No one hears it, you know. Not too
0: creepy. A couple of grown <laughs> men looking in the window at some kids. but
2: Yeah, um, and basically the kids are talking about how they like Steve and the guy's presence, and some someone says, well, Uncle Horton doesn't buy us gifts. Uh, and the older girl's like, but he loves us anyway. Some people show their love different ways. We love him too, blah, blah, blah. And um, He shows his love to us by working dad to death. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, making him drive him around everywhere and not buy us Christmas presents. Um, but then uh, he, he's <laughs> then he says something along the lines of, "He'll show them if he wakes up." Please God, let it be a dream. And right. that's kind of the end of the whole Dickens part of it, or that part of it, I should say. Right. He does say that he loves them. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Even though he's never gone to their house or anything. <laughs> right. And then uh he wakes up the next day. Yeah, and, and Steve's in the chair next to him. And first he's he's kinda like asleep though at first, like, why did I have to die? Why did I have to die? Then he wakes up. And I'm like, man, this guy really talks in his sleep a lot. Right. I mean, I know he's on some heavy meds, but whatever. Yeah,
0: that's some, some good cough syrup. They don't make it like that anymore. But
2: <laughs> No. Uh, no. Like every cough syrup had alcohol and codeine in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So he comes to, and then Steve
0: kind of tries to hint and remind him about, you know, the the night before. He's like, oh, uh, Merry Christmas, by the way. Yeah. He's like, ah, we don't have time for Christmas. You know, we got things to do, work to do, whatever. Yeah. And it's like all that hard work now is out the window.
2: Right. He's like, don't you have a family to worry about? He's like, I don't have family. Who cares about family? Family is just a, you know, accident of birth, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, (laughs) okay. Guy's
0: got some philosophies, but. Yeah. Um. So he, the guy's like, "We got to get, we got to get back to the, you know, the plant." So let's go. He goes and grabs his clothes, and as he does, a Christmas carol book falls out um, from somewhere. Um, Then it all kind of. I I don't know. Did
2: he pick that up somewhere again? Is it something that was cut out?
0: I don't know (laughs) if that was like the mystery of Christmas. How that got there, I don't know. Yeah, Uh, um, but it got there, and it did the trick.
2: Yeah, and then all of a sudden, his whole mindset changed. Yes. And um, I got a little clip of him coming to, basically. Here we go.
1: First, I have to call the hospital. About Fred, uh, the man who was hurt during the test. Through no fault of mine. I called. The doctor said he's going to need a lot of special treatment. Good. We'll get right over there and see that he gets everything he needs (laughs) for a speedy recovery. (laughs) And then we'll go to the plant. Have you no Christmas spirit, sir? First, we call the plant, shut them down, and send everyone home. Then I have quite a bit of shopping to do. What's this all about, Mr. Butch? I think, Colonel Austin, I've been given another chance.
2: Ah! Wow. So then he goes out and buys a bunch of gifts, and he comes to the Crandall's house, dressed up as uh, Santa.
0: Yeah. Did you like the way that Steve introduced him to the... The family?
2: <laughs> no, I didn't.
0: What? So he's like, you know, the, the, the old man's a little worried about coming in. He's like, is this going to work? You know, I'm not sure I know how to do this. He's like, well, let's see. And he opens his door and he's like, hey, kids, would you rather see your uncle or Santa? <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm like, that's what right. the hell? Why would he do that?
2: <laughs> Who would you rather see? Your uncle who's never come to this house before or <laughs> given you a single thing or Santa Claus? <laughs> and like,
0: Santa! So I'm like, all right, I'm not sure that. I'm not really- I don't know how that helped
2: anything. <laughs> that
0: seems to be damaging. But um, So he comes in, and yeah, he dumps this bag of, like, I don't know how he fit all that crap in the bag.
2: There's like, a yeah. wagon.
0: I mean, he had a wagon <laughs> in a bag, but.
2: Um, <laughs> it was, like, a wagon, a giant truck, and, you know, like, a yeah. baby stroller. <laughs> yeah. And you're right, but, and it was. He did literally just dump it. He just walks in and just dumps the shit on the floor. Right, he just unloads, this bottoms up. And everything yeah. comes out and of the then bag, just, and then he just walks into the corner. And I'm thinking, so what was uh, Bob saying before about not losing sight of what Christmas is all about? <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> they just did right here. That was just an excuse, <laughs> but
0: yeah, and, I know.
2: And then, and then, um,
0: oh, and then he's like, oh, you know, he reaches in, he pulls an envelope out, and gives it to the to Bob and his wife. It's go like, oh, gift for the parents, but don't open it. Just tear it up. It's that kind of gift. So, uh, you know, assuming it was like the contract for the loan, probably, or yeah. maybe, You know, I don't know, nude pictures of Bob at the <laughs> plant. <laughs> Not sure, but they tore it up, and um, so that was the end of the, you know, at the plant. And so it all happy, everyone's happy, and you know, we're from here to assume that Uncle Budge was uh, an important part of their lives from that point forward.
2: And At then, least for the next couple of weeks,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. But we do and learn
2: because we go back to the OSI headquarters and Oscar's there, and we do learn. We do learn from Steve that, or no, from Oscar that, um, from uh, Budge's new accountant, meaning Bob, that uh, everything is back up the spec or above specs, and they might lose a little money on this contract, but they don't care because they want to get the thing done,
0: right? And they can afford to.
2: Yeah, and that's yeah. when... <laughs> this is when Oscar pulls out the lamp that's all bent and, like, puts it in front of Steve, like, intended.
0: Yeah, and then Steve walks, like, two steps away, so he picks it up and moves it and puts it in front of him again. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, then he, and then he... That's where he bends it. He picks it up and bends it, like, straightens it out.
2: Right. And then he's so he says to Oscar, by the way, I don't remember getting a Christmas present from you. And... um you know, Oscar's like, well, I did think about it. <laughs> he gave it yeah. a lot of thought. So he's like, well, you know, it is the thought that counts. And then he turns around and pulls out a little box that probably has a pen that says OSI on it.
0: Yeah, there's probably like 30 boxes just like that in the cabinet <laughs> that he pulled it out of,
2: just in exactly. case someone walks in, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it says from the desk of Oscar Goldman on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so he, he takes it and, and walks out. Like, we, we never get to see what Oscar got him.
2: But. No, no.
0: And uh, Merry Christmas, a, a, a bionic Christmas to all.
2: Yes. Yeah. They didn't even get to say that. <laughs> no, yeah, they should have. So, yeah, right. right. that was... That was Very festive. That was the story of Christmas as seen through the eyes of Steve Austin and... <laughs> yeah. And I guess just him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: but, yeah. And, you know, that was, like, that was in the 70s, so... The number of shows that have done the Dickens merge, you know, between now and then, is, I mean, it's got to be infinite, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm Everyone sure every does that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Every sitcom or whatever. I right. think All in the Family did a version of it. I don't even know. I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I, I'm over it, but, um, not a bad episode for Christmas Bionic.
2: Yeah, I mean, you gotta fit Christmas in there somehow, right? Right, right. I mean, it's kind of hard in a show that's about a secret agent bionic guy (laughs) to like to fit a Christmas story in there. So use
0: his bionics, yeah, to help with that. So yeah, so nicely done, writers of that episode.
2: (laughs) Um. Uh, I can look up the writers if you want. No, the writer, (laughs) Wilton Schiller.
0: All right, Wilton. Wilton.
2: Um, He's from Chicago. Uh, Yeah, so uh, before we go here, let's do one last promo of 2019. This is from another Big Heads Media uh, podcast. This one is uh, Cooking with Grief. So here we go. Take a listen. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm also Chris.
0: And together we do a comedy podcast called Cooking with Grief. Each week we dive into four surprising facts about anything from science to history to the world we live in, making jokes about all of it as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also find us on Twitter at Cooking with Grief. No G on cooking. Glitter apparently is so unique that it can be effectively used as forensic evidence. The Bank of England's chief economist has urged to start using People's Spotify playlists as a way of measuring the economy. In China, Avengers has been translated as Fulian,
2: or Women's Federation.
0: Not only did the Russians capture the uh, Crimean Peninsula, they also captured some Ukrainian military dolphins. In Pinocchio, in the film becomes a real boy. In the original, it ends with a cat and a fox hanging him from a tree of just... Scientists have wiped a snail's memory. <laughs> and Slytherin's going,
2: can't we have an
0: extensive <laughs> series of tunnels sort of wide enough to fit a giant people-killing snake? Where do you fall on the uh, on the scone-scon debate? Scon, obviously. Oh, I love scone. So, what have you got to lose? Give us a try. Nothing to lose but your sweet, precious time. Yeah, that's true. Jolly good.
2: (laughs) I didn't even do it on purpose, picking another show that has two people with the same first names. So, they have the same (laughs) issue that we do. Yes. I'm Mike, and I'm also Mike. It's our curse. Anyway, um, so yeah, check them out. Uh, Cooking with grief. All right. Uh, so yeah, so that's, like I said, the end of the year for us. We're going to come back fresh in 2020. Come and, back strong.
0: Uh, oh, I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> Mike's really excited. And uh, I, I yeah, am. do we're, and we're like, yeah, we're not going to. We'll let you guys know. Watch our Twitter. You know, I used to, with a number two, right? I used to watch this. Uh, to see what our first 2020 episode is going to be and when it's going to be, it'll be the way the weeks work. I'm not sure how it's because what we're where are we at here? I don't it'll know. Be, it'll happen. So let, no, because <laughs> like the first, no, the first is like on a Wednesday, so it won't be that week. It'll probably be the following week, the week of the sixth. So look for it then. Um, In the meantime, have a good uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. Happy holidays. Enjoy the new year. And uh, we'll see you guys in 2020. And thanks for listening. And for this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. I'm Mike Sullivan. See you guys soon. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This visit us at I facebook.com slash used, to watch used to watch this, Twitter at I used the number two watch this and instagram.com I used to watch this. find us on iTunes Google Play Spotify and wherever your favorite podcasts are available thanks for listening.